Well, praise the Lord, and welcome to the program. You are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, I'm Sam Nicholas. I'll be with you for the next hour, taking your calls, talking about the Bible, praying for your prayer requests, and we'll be uh, answering questions if you have a question. So let's open the show with prayer. Would you please pray with me and pray for me that the Lord would use this program tonight, that the Lord would use me tonight as a spokesman for him. Well, God, I thank you, Lord. I thank you for this opportunity to be behind this microphone. I thank you for the opportunity that you give us every Saturday night, Lord, to, to use the airwaves to proclaim your glory, to talk about your word, to talk about you, to pray to you, to seek you, Mugodot. So I pray, Mugodot, that each and every listener tonight would find your blessing, that they would find you, that we would be in your presence tonight. Lord, that you would gather us together as your church, that you would gather us together as believers to pray and to seek you for our needs, but most of all to seek you for who you are. So Lord, I thank you and I praise you. I ask a blessing upon each and every listener. Holy Spirit, take over in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, welcome to the program. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour, and I'm your host, Sam Nicholas. We are a live program. We're here in studio, uh, ready to take your calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, what is whatever is going on in your life tonight, you can pray. You can seek the Lord. He's giving you the opportunity right now to reach out to him. Because he tells us in his word in Psalm 46 that he, God, is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. We will not fear. We will be anxious for nothing, but in all things, through prayer and supplication, we will pray and we will make our requests known unto God. So if that's you tonight, if you know that God is a very present God. He's present in the time of trouble. If you know that he has the power to change your circumstances, why won't you pray? Why don't you pick up the phone and call this number and say, Sammy, let's pray. Would you pray with me? Would you pray for me? The number is 888-995-5552. It's an easy number to remember. 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight with your prayer request. Call in tonight and let's bring our situations to God. Let's put it before the Lord. We we want to pray for some prayer requests tonight. We want to pray for for a family in Chicago. My pay Luca. She went home to be with the Lord. So we want to pray for Johnny and Scooter, for Doobie, for all the family, uh the Miller family uh in Chicago. Um also, uh, this week, she went home to be with the Lord, so we want to pray for, for Pete Miller and, and, and also for, uh, for Anthony and the family. So it's a double loss this week for the Miller family in Chicago. So we just want to keep them in prayer. We also want to pray for, uh, for Jeremiah, he called me earlier today, and we want to pray for uh, 2019, that the Lord would bless him and his mom, and that they would find the Lord's will for their life, and that the Lord would bless them this year. Uh, we also want to pray for, for, for Mimi and her sister Karen. 
So we'll keep them in prayer. The Lord knows their needs. And just got a, a text uh, just a few minutes ago. It says, pray for Sonny tonight because he's at the hospital. Uh, pray for George Stokes, his grandson, please. So uh, the Lord knows these names. He knows these families. He knows all of these needs. So, Mugodad, we just come before you, Lord. And we pray your comfort and your peace upon the Miller family, upon Pete and and, and, and Anthony Mugodel and their family. We pray, Mugodel, for, for Johnny and Scooter Mugodel. We pray for all of the Miller family in Chicago, Mugodel, that you would comfort them, give them peace and strength, Lord. Comfort them in this time of mourning, Mugodel. Give them your comfort, your peace. And I pray, Lord, for, for Jeremiah and his mom, for their needs, and for Karen and for for uh, for Mimi, Mugodel, and again for Seth and, and, and their children. I just pray, Lord, that you would be abundantly available to them and that you would bless them above and beyond lord beyond their needs we thank you and we praise you lord in jesus name amen amen well again if you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer i encourage you to call in tonight the number is 888-995-5552 that's 888-995-5552 for the live on their calls if you need prayer or if you know somebody who needs prayer, we want to bring our request to God. We want to stand in the gap for those who are in need. Also, if you have a Bible question tonight, if there's something that's on your mind uh, tonight about Scripture, about doctrine, about theology, about the cults, the occult, world religion, whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever topic is on your, your mind tonight, whatever you want to talk about, whatever you have a question about, call in tonight and let's talk about it. Let's let's get into the Word. Let's get into the Word and see what the Word says about about what you're thinking about, what you've read, what you've heard. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for your on-the-air calls, for prayer requests, Bible questions, uh, praise reports, testimonies, topics, whatever is on your mind tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. Again, excuse me, pray for me. Uh, getting over a cold, so please excuse the cough. Um, we get together every Friday night for prayer, for worship, for the study of, uh, of God's Word. We're, we're continuing our studies in the book of Esther, and we just finished uh, the sixth chapter uh, of Esther, uh, going through the ten chapters, uh, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, and it's really been uh, amazing uh, seeing how even though God's name is not mentioned in the book of Esther, how God is never mentioned at all in the book of Esther, how we see his hand working to save his people. God is always at work, at work to to save his people, to encourage his people, to comfort his people. He's always there. Like, he, like the word tells us in, in Psalm 46, he is a very present, he is our refuge and our strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Therefore, we will not fear. You know, uh, Mordecai and, and Esther had, 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 had they, they could have feared, they could have uh, p- panicked, but they turned to the Lord in prayer and fasting. They, they turned to God, and God made a way. So why don't you join us on Friday nights? I hope you'll come out to uh, L.A. Gypsy Church in, uh, in Arcadia. We're at 805 North 1st Avenue, uh, every Friday night, we get together for prayer, for worship, for the study of God's Word. Uh, 8 o'clock on Friday nights. Uh, we were together last night, had a very good time in the Lord. So if you're looking for a place to be on Friday nights, I encourage you to come out and be with us. 
for prayer and for worship. Prayer and worship is so important, you know. And we don't we 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 don't do enough. We don't get into prayer and worship enough. Let's start Friday nights. Let's do it Friday nights. Let's make it a point to be in God's house for Friday night prayer, worship, and God's word. 805 North 1st Avenue. That's 805 North 1st Avenue in the city of Arcadia. It's easy to get to. Just take the 210 freeway into the Arcadia area right next to Pasadena. Uh, Get off the 210 freeway at Santa Anita Avenue. Go north one block to Foothill. Make a right on Foothill. Go one more block to 1st Avenue. Make another right and you'll see us there. 805 North 1st Avenue, the corner of Forest and 1st. So come on out Friday nights for prayer and for worship and for God's word. That's 805 North 1st Avenue, Friday nights at 8 o'clock. We'll be there, and I hope you are too. Uh, Another thing is we are a listener-supported program. So uh, if the Lord puts it on your heart to help us stay on the air here at KKLA with a donation, we would appreciate it. Anything helps. Everything helps, uh, big or small, whatever the Lord puts on your heart to uh, to help us here at KKLA to stay at the at the radio station, stay on the air. Our address is you can make your check or money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour, and the address is PO Box nine three nine one seven, Pasadena, California nine one one zero nine. And if you didn't get the address, don't worry about it. We'll give you the address again before we go off the air. So let's go to our first caller, and if you want to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for your prayer requests, Bible questions, praise reports, topics, whatever's on your mind. Call us, 888-995-5552. And with that, we're going to go to our first caller and talk to Vicki. Hi, Vicki. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Sam, how are you? Doing fine. How are you doing? I'm thankful. I'm so thankful. Yes. Um, I would like to pray for you first, and um, yes, and everyone that's listening. May I? Please do. Okay. Okay, Father, we come to you in your son's name, Faith, and I want to pray. We're all praying for our brother, Pastor Sam, Father God, and we ask you, Father God, that you continue to cover, guide, and sustain him most of all, because of his calling on his life, and just, we also bless his family, uh, everyone there that's helping, Father God, that's serving, Father God, that's coming alongside him, Father God, is praying for him also, Jesus, and we pray for his cold also, Father God, we know that you know every organ, every cell, every member in our body, and we believe that everyone that's listening is being healed at this very moment, and also ask you, Father God, that the people that are on their way into the kingdom, Jesus. Help them, Jesus, to come in, Father God. But first and foremost, help them to seek your faith first, because you say that that's what we have to do, is to seek you with all our heart, soul, mind, and strength. And I pray for everyone that's listening. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Vicki. Okay. uh, I was wondering, could you comment on Philippians 3 and 20? Um, Can I read it? Please do it. Philippians 3, 20. Go ahead. It says, for our common... I'm sorry, for our commonwealth, for our conversation, and for our citizenship is in heaven from where we also wait for our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Okay. It goes on and says, who will transform the body of our humble state into conformity with the body of his glory by the ex, 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 exertion of the power that he has even to subject all things to himself. So what is it you're wondering about this scripture? I just actually wanted you to comment because it says that our citizenship is in heaven, and, it, and we, we know that. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to hear you talk about it for well, a little bit. It's amazing that, 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 that God says our citizenship is in heaven because we're, 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 this is not our home. This is not where we will spend eternity. You know, we're, we're here for a very short time. We're visitors here. We're sojourners yeah. here. Uh, we're, 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 we're passing through this earth. But our eternal citizenship is in heaven. It's with the Lord. It says, for our citizenship is in heaven, from which also we eagerly wait. We're waiting. We're waiting Amen. to be in heaven with God. We're waiting to be with our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself so that we might experience the presence of God. You know, and he's going to transform us. We're not going to be always. We're not going to always be in these in these bodies the way we are now, uh, subject to death and sickness and disease. We will be transformed uh, at, in the twinkling of an eye. Corinthians tells us, uh, yes. in just in just in just a moment, we'll be transformed. Uh, the corruptible will be incorruptible. The perishable will become imperishable, and we will live forever in perfect existence with our Savior, with the Lord. But the, the biggest, the most important thing in the scripture is our citizenship. Yeah. We are not citizens of this world. We're, we're, we're passing through. We're sojourners. We're, 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 we're not here permanently. This is not our home. Our home, you know, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come back for you to bring you into my presence. So it's amazing that we have such a hope, such a future. And it's terrible that on the other side there are others whose destiny isn't in heaven isn't in a place of 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 eternal bliss their their eternal uh abode will be in hell for not receiving for not accepting the gift of citizenship in the kingdom of god and we were talking about it last night that one of the torments of hell will be it wasn't necessary it didn't have to be like that. Everyone has the opportunity to receive the gift of God. Everyone has the opportunity to receive the gift of salvation. You know, everyone will have the opportunity because everyone will hear the gospel. You know, Jesus will not return for his church until everyone has the chance to receive his gift. You know, everyone has a chance to receive the gospel. Amen. You there, Vicky? Okay. I'm here. Yes, so I just want to say one thing to, to everybody that uh, fear has to answer to God and that perfect uh, love casts out fear. That's what I wanted to say. Amen. All right? Well, God bless you, Amen. Vicky. Thank God you for your call. You. Okay. Bye-bye. Let's go back to the phone lines. And please, if you're going to call in tonight, uh, Abraham, Eddie, and the other callers who are calling in, please turn your radios off. Uh, uh, when you hear me coming to, or when you, when I pick up the line, or even before I pick up the line, you'll still hear the radio show as you're listening on the phone. So it's 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 a lot easier to talk to you. It's clearer. It's more understandable if your radio's off in the background because of the 10 second delay. So let's go back to the phone lines and talk to Abraham. Hi, Abraham. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? 
Hi, good evening. Um, I'm calling from downtown Los Angeles. I'm currently in the mission. Uh, I've been going through some hard times, and um, I just want to say that I'm blessed to be inside of the mission. Um, as I see, there's still a lot of people outside, mm-hmm. you know, who are not capable or don't have the resources um, or they just don't know yeah. how God really is. <coughs> well, if we I, search I, for him. Well, I don't know which mission you're at, but they do a great job. You know, the Fred Jordan mission, the Union Rescue Mission, uh, taking Correct. in people and giving them a place to, to stay and giving hope, really giving hope. So I'm glad you're, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you're somewhere that you can be safe and, and, and have a warm place to, to sleep. And uh, I'd like to... I also want to give prayers out to the people of this world and mostly my family. You know, mm-hmm. we're going through some times right now where we're going through so much depression and financially, um, me personally not being able to maintain a job. So I just want to give a prayer and say Amen. a prayer really quick. Well, let's pray, Abraham. Father, we come before you. And I thank you, Lord, for Abraham. I thank you for his blessing, Lord, of being in a mission for tonight, Lord. And Lord, I know that you have a plan for his life. And I pray, Lord, that you would comfort him, Lord, in this time. Lord, that you would strengthen him, that you would empower him, Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit to go forward in your plans for his life. Father, that you would provide a job, that you would provide a place to stay permanently, Lord, that you would provide for him and for his family, Father. Lord, that you would be his very help in a time of trouble, in a time of need. You said in your word in Psalm 46 that you are our refuge, you are our strength. Lord, that you will cause all things to work together for good for those who love you and are called according to your purpose. We have these promises of you, Lord. Lord, you said in in Jeremiah 29, 12, that when we seek you with all our heart, we'll find you. And Lord, we're seeking you on Abraham's behalf. Lord, we seek you, Father, that you would reveal your will and that you would reveal your plan and that you would take him forward, Lord, in that plan to prosper him, that he would be in health, and that he would prosper as his soul prospers, Lord, and as he seeks you. So, Father, I pray a blessing upon Abraham's life. I pray a blessing upon his family. We pray, Lord, that you would do all that you desire to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Oh, and Lord, we pray for all the people in Los Angeles, Lord, the homeless. Lord, I pray, Lord, that you would do a work. Lord, that you would, that you would touch each and every one, Lord, in Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, Abraham. Let's go back to our phone lines. Uh, If you'd like to call in tonight, if you have a prayer request, if you have a need that you want to put before the Lord, call. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on air calls. If you have a question about the Bible, a question about Christianity, a prayer request, somebody that you want to bring before the Lord in prayer, You know, how many of us know an unsaved person? We all know somebody who's not saved yet. Isn't it our place to pray for them? Shouldn't we be praying for the lost, for those who are not saved? If the Lord puts somebody in your heart right now, let's pray for them. If there's somebody sick in the hospital that you know of, let's pray for them. Let's bring our request to God. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888 995-5552. Let's go to our next caller, and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. 
Hey, Sammy, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. How are you doing, Eddie? I'm doing good. Um, I want a uh, prayer request for a friend of mine. Okay. Uh, her name's Rachel uh, Rodriguez. She fell into a di- diabetic coma. Oh, I'm sorry to hear and, that. And um, I don't know if she's out, but I heard she had pneumonia. So I'm going to pray for the Rodriguez family. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. Lord, we want to stand in the gap for Rachel right now, Lord. Whether she's in a coma or she's out, Lord, we just thank you and we praise you for her healing. Lord, we know that you're the God who hears prayers. We know that you're the God who heals the sick, Lord, who raises the dead. Lord, we thank you for your ability to do all, to do abundantly beyond what we ask, Lord. So we ask, Lord, Father, your will to be done in Rachel's life. We pray, Lord, that you would raise her up to newness of life, to newness of health, Lord. Father, that you would cure and heal sugar diabetes, that you would bring her out of this coma, Lord, that you would do all that you desire to do for her life. Father, that you would show your glory, reveal your glory, your power to heal the sick. Lord, as we ask in Jesus' name to glorify the name of Jesus, to, 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 to just open up the windows of heaven, Lord, and pour out a blessing upon Rachel, we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, also, I had another question. Uh, how, how close do you see us at the coming of the Lord? Well, I see us closer than ever, uh, uh, Eddie. You know, um, there's there's so many things that needed to happen before the return of Christ. And all those things have been fulfilled. You know, the last prophecy that needed to be fulfilled was the establish, the reestablishing of Israel as a nation. You know, since since 1948, there has been no other scripture that's needed to be fulfilled uh, for Jesus to return. You know, and I think of the scripture uh, in Second Peter uh, three nine. It says, "The Lord is not slow about His promise." And the promise is that He would return; that He's coming back for His church. The Lord is not slow about His promise, as some count slowness, but is patient toward you, not wishing for any to perish, but for all to come to repentance. You know, the only thing that's keeping Jesus from returning for his church is his patience, his desire for everyone to have a chance to receive the gospel, for everyone to hear the gospel, have a chance to repent, and for every soul that can be saved, that would be saved. So so there's, you know, there, there's there's a time that, uh, that Jesus has appointed, that God has appointed for his return. And he is coming back. And we are closer now than ever. You know, just mm-hmm. look at, the, look at the, the, the headlines or look at the news. And watch, you know, Fox or CNN or one of the cable network news shows. And you see the things that are happening in the world. Every, you know, this world is just getting worse and worse and worse. You know, uh, more uh, anti-God, anti-religion you know, and 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 just, yeah. it's, you know, there's there's wars, there's rumors of wars. You know, the, mm-hmm. you know, there's so much going on. I don't know how God is so patient, but He is. He mm-hmm. loves. He he he. You know, God did not only loves; He is love, and He's yeah. showing His love by being patient and allowing more souls to be saved before He returns. Because yeah. when He returns, that's it. It's over. It's done. Yeah, uh, you know. Now how, now, how about the scripture where the, the trumpet will sound and the dead in Christ will rise? Now, will the whole world hear the trumpet, or just the believers? You know, that's a good question. I don't know. I don't know if the if the whole if the whole world will, will hear. I believe you know. I know the believers will hear the trumpet, and we'll all be caught up in the air in the rapture. 
it's, it's possible they'll hear the trumpet but won't be able to react. It's possible they won't hear it at all and they'll just be surprised because the Bible says that he's coming as a thief in the night. You know, so the thief in the night doesn't announce uh, that he's there. You know that he's there. Uh, so it, you know it could be they'll hear it. Most likely they won't hear. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Does that include the backsliders as well? Well, will the backsliders? Are you, are you asking? Will the backsliders go to in the rapture? Well, I mean, will they, could they hear the, the trumpet? Well, the people that will. I believe that whoever is going to be in the rapture will hear the trumpet. Right. You know, if you don't hear the trumpet, you probably won't be in the rapture. Right. You know, or if suddenly you find, you know, there's a bunch of people missing and you're left behind. You know that's a that's a sure sign that uh, that that you weren't ready. The 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 main thing is to be ready for the rapture. You know right. the Bible tells us, "Blessed are those who are eagerly awaiting the return of Christ." I mean, uh, here's the litmus test: if you were told, or if you knew that Christ was coming back in the next five minutes, what would be your reaction? If your reaction is, "Yes, Lord, come quickly." You know that's great, that's awesome. You're ready, but if there's, but if you're saying, "Oh no, I hope he's going to wait. I hope just give me some more time, Lord. I need to get this right in my life." You know, if there's things that you need to get right in your life before the return of Christ, you know, you're 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 in trouble because the Bible says we need to be eagerly awaiting the return of Christ. That that you will be ready at the twinkling of an eye, at the, at, the, at a moment's notice, to be caught up in the air with him. Right. So that's why we need to be constantly washing our robes in His righteousness. Uh-huh. We need to be constantly confessing our sins. You know, Jesus. You know, uh, who is it? Uh, John, who tells us if we confess our sins, He is faithful to cleanse us, uh, to forgive us and cleanse us uh, from right. all unrighteousness. So we need to. And 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 that 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 phrase, if we confess our sins. It's a present tense imperative. It means if we keep on, it's not, it's not, it's not one and you're done. It's if we keep on confessing our sins, if we continually confess our sins, whenever we fall into sin, we need to confess, we need to repent, and we need to be ready. Right. Okay, Eddie. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Now, how about the uh, uh, Kingdom Men gathering? Kingdom Men's gathering is uh, this coming. It's next month. I yeah. think it's what February the sixteenth. I'm not sure. You need to go to kingdommensgathering.com or just uh, Google Frank Frank Sontag, and mm-hmm. you'll see it. It's going to be at Faithful Christian Bible Center, Pastor Bishop or Bishop Ulmer's Church in Inglewood, oh, yeah. and uh, the speakers will be Greg Laurie, Daryl Strawberry, Michael Francis, and we're looking forward to it. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. All right. Hope to see you there. Hey, I hope to see you there. If uh, if you're there. Uh, go to Frank and ask him to 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 uh, just find us and introduce us because I'd, I'd love to meet you, Eddie. Okay. All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Let's go back to our phone lines. We're going to talk to Leonor, but let me give you the number again. The number is eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. If you'd like to be on the air. If you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. Let's pray. If you have a Bible question, let's talk about it. Let's seek the Lord. Let's seek the Word of God for the Bible questions that you have tonight. Do you have some? 
So the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Let's go right to the phone lines and we'll talk to Leonor. Hi, Leonor. You're Hi. on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hi. Hi. How can we help you tonight? Hey, could, could you pray, please, for my nephew, Israel? He He's looking for job and pray for his health. For him, it's so hard to learn English. He study every day, but he's, I don't know what happened. He says it's very hard to learn English for him. Pray for his and, situation, please. And what is his name again? Israel. Well, Father, we come before you. And, Lord, we bring Israel before you, Lord. We ask your blessing upon him, Lord. Lord, that he would learn to speak English. Lord, that you would give him the gift of tongues, the gift of speaking English, Lord. Lord, that you would just open his mouth and speak through him, Lord. Open his ears that he would hear your voice. Father, that you would lead him and guide him and direct him, Lord. Father, that you would just bless his life abundantly, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you for calling, Leonor. Let's go back to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to Tim. Hi, Tim. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Yes, good evening. Thank you for all the good work that you do every Saturday. Oh, thank and, you. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, I'd like uh, ask for a prayer. I am uh, in need of uh, employment and then uh, also a place to live, and then for the Lord to help me with my finances. Amen. Well, Father, we come before you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, because you are the God who provides. You provide for all of our needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Lord, I thank you, Lord, because you are the God who hears our prayers. You're the God that we can stand before and just make our requests known to you, Lord. So I pray for Tim. I pray for his needs. I pray for his finances. I pray, Lord, that you would do abundantly beyond what we ask, Lord, that you would pour out a blessing upon his life, Father. Lord, that you would lead him and guide him and direct him in every way in his life, Lord, that he would know that you are the God who's ordering his steps, that you're the God who's guiding his path. We thank you and we praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Well, God bless you. God bless God you, Tim. Bless you. Thank you for calling. Well, uh, I just wanted to, you know, uh, our previous caller mentioned uh, the, the Kingdom Men's Gathering. And this is going to happen uh, in September. It is September the 16th. Frank Sontag, who you hear uh, here on KKLA every day from, from 3 to 5, uh, he will be doing his annual uh, Kingdom Men's Gathering. So it's February the 16th. Uh, you, can, you can reach him by uh, going to Kingdom Men's Gathering. Dot com. So just, just put in your Google search, Kingdom, KingdomMensGathering.com. It's going to be February the 16th at Faithful Central Bible Church in Inglewood, California, here in Los Angeles, uh, out by the LAX. So you can get all the information, get your tickets. I encourage you to be there. I encourage you to, to invite somebody and get out to the Kingdom Men's Gathering, hosted by Frank Sautag. Uh, the, the speakers, again, will be uh, Greg Laurie, Daryl Strawberry, uh, Michael Francis. Uh, he was featured in one of these uh, movie, movies called Goodfellas. He was a mafia kingpin. He was a mafia boss. 
uh, he got saved, came to the Lord, and he's got a tremendous uh, testimony. So February the 16th, mark it on your calendars. Get out to Faithful Central Bible Church for the Kingdom Men's Gathering with Frank Sontag. Uh, we're going to go back to our phone lines, and if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls, for your Bible questions, for your prayer requests, uh, praise reports, whatever's on your mind tonight. Let's get before the Lord. Amen. Uh, let's go back to our phone lines and talk to Henry. Hi, Henry. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? Hi, Sammy. Hi. I'd like to uh, re- uh, make a request for prayer for uh, people around the world and also the wall that's been trying to get going and and for the TSA uh, federal people to get organized in the teacher strike and for me and myself and my family financial and health issues i got varicose veins on my right side leg i went to the doctor i don't have the money to pay for it so i asked god to help me out and financially and for us to get this house because the credit score went down and for us to get this house with another another location mm-hmm. but the owner is not um doesn't have a heart so i pray for god for him to have a heart and for everything to run smoothly i've been praying as much as i could and uh i don't know what else to say i'm not gonna be 100 percent uh christian but you know I'm what do you mean when you say you're not what do you mean when you say you're not a hundred percent christian well because i backslide Mm -hmm. so 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 you know, if if you backslide, it doesn't mean you know a hundred percent Christian means you give you gave your life to Jesus Christ. You know, Jesus. The Bible tells us in Second Corinthians that if anyone be in Christ, he is a new creation. Henry, I don't want you to think less of yourself. I don't want you to think yourself as a second class citizen because you backslide. You know, uh, a lot a lot of Christians backslide. That's why Jesus tells us in in First John to confess our sins. He says, if we confess our sins, he is faithful to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. You know, he loves you. He loves you and he'll receive you. He'll accept you. No matter what you've done, when you confess and when you repent. So, you know, you're just as much a Christian as anybody is. But your 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 position with God has not changed. Your relationship with God has changed. You've separated yourself from God because you've fallen back into sin. But he, he loves you, and he wants to receive you back into a relationship, back into a fellowship. He loves you, Henry, and he hasn't forsaken you. He hasn't moved away from you. If you feel distance from God, it's not because God has gotten far from you. It's because you've allowed sin to interrupt your relationship with God. But that can be taken care of when you repent, and when you seek the Lord in prayer. And we're going to do that right now, okay? Okay. Father, we come before you, Lord. And I I bring Henry before you. And Henry comes before you, Lord, seeking your grace and your mercy. And I would just, Henry, would you just repeat with me, Father? Father. I have sinned. I have sinned. And I have fallen short. Of your desire for me. 
But Lord, I repent from my sin right now. I repent from my sin right now. And I ask that you restore me to right relationship with you. I ask restore my relationship with you. Relationship with you. Lord, cleanse me from all sin. Cleanse me from all sins. And help me, Lord, to follow you in obedience. And help me, Lord, to follow you. Follow you. In obedience. In obedience. Holy Spirit, fill my life. Holy Spirit, fill my life. And give me strength and power. And give me the strength of power. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And Father, I just pray for Henry, Lord. I pray your blessing upon him, your strength, your power, Lord. I pray an infilling of the Holy Spirit, and I pray for a redirection of his life, Lord. Lord, that you would guide him, that you would lead him, that you would direct him, and that you would bless him, Lord. That he would just find all of your blessing as he, as he, as he follows you, Lord, as he seeks your plan. Lord, that you would be abundantly clear, that it would be abundantly clear to him, Lord, that you have a desire and a plan for him to heal him, Lord, that his body would be healed, Lord, that he would live in health, and that he would go forward, Lord, and prosper in his soul and prosper materially and just go further and mature in you, Lord. I pray your blessing upon Henry. I pray your blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Um. Uh, also, I wanted a uh, prayer for my family and father. And my wife. Yes, Lord, we pray for Henry's wife. We pray for his family, his children, Lord. Lord, I just pray your protection upon them, Lord. I pray your blessing upon them, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you would be abundant in their life, Lord. That you would shower them, Lord, with your grace and your mercy, your love, your kindness, Lord. That you would just abundantly provide for their needs. In Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you. God yeah, bless my you. Wife was, go ahead. My wife told me uh, last night that she's trying to go to church, uh, Victory Outreach in Chino, California. Well, that's a, that's awesome. Are you going to be going with her, Henry? No, I uh, I work nights. Oh yeah. I know it's a I know it's a poor excuse. Well, I pray that the Lord would provide a way for you to be in church with your family. It's really important. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, God Thank bless you. Very you. Much. God bless you, Henry. I'll keep I'll keep listening as long as I could. Uh, every right. Saturday, every Saturday night, I listen awesome. to you. And just, to me, that's kind of a bad excuse, but I use it as a replacement of going to church. But well, it works for me, and uh, at least I get to hear the word of God, or amen. I get to hear you. And I said, at least I have something better than not having nothing at all. Amen. Amen. Well, I appreciate I appreciate you hearing and listening. But again, I say I, I, there's no replacement for church. You know, I, it's great yeah. that you're listening, and I appreciate that. And I want you to keep listening. But I also am asking the Lord that he would provide a way for you to be in church with your family. Amen. Amen. Okay, Henry, Thank God you. bless you. Good night, Henry. Okay, bye. Bye. And if you'd like to call in tonight, <clears throat> excuse me, if you have a prayer request, if you have a Bible question, something that's on your mind tonight, I encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. You know, I started talking about something last week. Uh, there's there's a lot of talk about uh, once saved, always saved. There's a lot of talk about eternal security. And, you know, the, the, the topic of 
of eternal security, the topic of what Calvin called perseverance of the saints. This is a great topic because it, it talks about can somebody who's been saved, somebody who's come to Christ, somebody who's received salvation, can they lose their salvation? Can they give up their salvation? Can they walk away from their salvation? You know, and this is a debatable subject. This is a subject that has been talked and debated about for 500 years. Since the, the beginning of the Protestant movement, since the beginning of the Reformation, you know, there have been two uh, camps on this side. There's been Calvinism and there's been Armenianism. Uh, there was, uh, uh, back in the 1500s, uh, Calvin came up with his five points of Calvinism known as the tulip. And the last part of the tulip, the P in the tulip, is perseverance of the saints. And Jacobus Arminius, he came up with his five points to go against Calvinism, to, 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 to kind of debate Calvinism with, with Calvin. And one, one talks about man's free will, and one talks about God's sovereignty. And like I said, this is the debatable subject within, within Christianity. But the, the sad thing is this has been elevated to a place of, uh, of separation and bickering and name-calling uh, and trying to get the one-up on each other. And this is what is, 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 is hurting the church. Because if you look at it, whether a, the, the, the two camps is this. Either you can lose your salvation a person, how can I say this? A person who calls himself a Christian and ends up in hell either was never saved to begin with or at one time in his life was saved and either walked away or renounced his salvation, gave up his salvation. So the result of either one is the same. That person ends up in hell. How he got there shouldn't be the main thing. The main thing should be not getting there. The main thing is really to be truly saved. To really, truly be saved. Not to, you know, because Jesus, and, and even Jesus said this. He said, not all who say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. And they'll say to me, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name? Didn't we preach in your name? Didn't we heal in your name? Didn't we uh, uh, drive out demons in your name? And I will say to them on that day, away from me, you workers of iniquity. He's saying you weren't doing it for my, you weren't doing it because you were, you were a Christian. You weren't doing it because you were in a relationship with me. I never knew you. Away from me. I've never, I never knew you. You were never a relationship with me. You were never in a, in a, in a, in a, you were never saved to begin with. But yet they seem to be saved. We need to preach the gospel. We need to lead people to Christ in a true relationship. You know, Jesus didn't say go out and make Christians. He said go out and make disciples. Go out and make followers. Followers, people lead people to me that they would follow me. You know, I I alluded to the scripture earlier. 
that the Lord is not slow about his promise. You know, he hasn't come back yet because he wants all to come to salvation. You know, and, and those who come to salvation, those who come to salvation, their, their, their position with God, their citizenship, we talked about it earlier with Vicky. We are citizens of heaven. We're living here on earth, but our eternal citizenship is in heaven. He's preparing a place for those who truly belong to him. And look at what Romans says. But, all, but in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves the world. The Bible tells us, for God so loved, in John three sixteen. for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send the son into the world to judge the world, but that the world might be saved through him. He who believes, now listen to this, he who believes in him is not judged. He who does not believe has been judged already because he has not believed in the name of the only begotten Son. This is the judgment, that the light has come into the world, but men loved the darkness rather than the light, for their deeds were evil. For everyone who does evil hates the light and does not come to the light for fear that his deeds will be exposed. But he who practices the truth comes to the light so that his deeds may be manifest as having been wrought in God. We need to come to the light, people. We need to get out of the darkness and come into the light. We all do. We all, even those of us who call, who call ourselves Christians, we need to be in the light. We need to be the light of the world. We need, to be, we need to be practicing righteousness and holiness and obedience to his word. And not enough of us do. We need to be the men and women that God has called us to be. Not, how, how can I say it? There should, be, there, there, there should be no excuse. There is no excuse for all this bickering, for all this fighting, for all this back and forth. Can a person lose their salvation? Well, you can't lose what you never had. You know, if you, maybe you were never saved to begin with. What difference does it make if a person gives up their salvation, loses their salvation, or was never saved to begin with? They end up in hell. The thing is to preach the gospel that man would not go to hell. Jesus wants all to be saved. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so that all would come to him that all who believe in him would have eternal life. God is not willing that any should perish. He wants, he wants you. He wants me. He wants all of us to be in his kingdom. But the Bible says, unfortunately, that's not going to happen to a lot of people. It says the road to, 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 to eternal life is narrow, and few, few choose that road. The road to eternal destruction is wide, and many take that path. You know, there's good arguments on both sides for this, for, 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 for the doctrine of, of 
perseverance of the saints. I won't save once saved, always saved. I won't use that because that's that that's you know that's a misleading statement. Perseverance of the saints. I get that because Calvin said those who are truly saved will persevere to the end, will continue the the Christian life till the end of their life. You know, the idea that a person can give up their salvation, walk away from their salvation, I get that too because we have a free will. We have a free will. What I don't get is this hyper-grace doctrine, this once-saved, always-saved doctrine. You know why? Because the heart, excuse me, the heart of that doctrine the heart of, 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 of the root of these doctrines, or, or the once saved, always saved, and hypergrace, the root of it is to justify a sinful lifestyle. Anyone who's trying to justify a sinful lifestyle doesn't, shouldn't be worried about once saved, always saved, hypergrace, because they're not in it. They're not saved. If you're trying to justify a, a life of sinfulness, if you're trying to justify what you're doing against the word of God that it's okay, you're not going to make it. You're in trouble. I question your salvation. Really, really. Really question that salvation because, because Paul tells us in Galatians that those who practice such things as uh, uh, adultery, murder, uh, hatred, stealing, all of these things, those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know, it's all about your relationship with Jesus. It's all about your love for Jesus. And you know, you know, I've been in the, I've, I've been a Christian for over forty years, and I'm learning that I need to learn to love Jesus more and more. You know, we need to keep falling in love with Jesus. We need to keep seeking Him. We need to keep seeking him for our very for our very being, our very essence. You know, Mark 16 tells us, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. He who has believed and has been baptized shall be saved. But he who has disbelieved shall be condemned. You know, those who don't believe will be condemned. Those who, who believe and who come into a relationship with Jesus are saved. And what did Jesus say? He said, if you love me, you will obey me. You know, if you, you know, it doesn't say, he didn't say, if you obey me, that shows that you love me. No. It's not a, 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 a how can I say this, a works-oriented salvation. If you're good enough, he loves you. Or if you're good enough. You go to heaven. No, it's not about you being good enough. It's about him loving you so much that you respond to that love. You respond to that love. You respond to the love of God with obedience. And you say, Jesus, you love me so much. I'm so thankful for how much you love me. I'm so thankful for how, so, how, how, how much you've forgiven me. I'm so thankful, Lord, for how much you've done for me that I want to love you back. And Jesus said, if you love me, if you love me, then show your love through obedience. Don't obey me to show your love. 
love me, and then you'll obey me out of that love, out of that love relationship. You know, anything else is just rules and regulations, trying to keep the rules, trying to keep the regulations. Jesus didn't call us for that. He called us into a love relationship with him. And if you love the Lord, if you trust the Lord, if you believe in him, if you follow him, then you're going to show a life of righteousness, holiness. You're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be sinless. But you're going to be sinning less and less and less, not more and more and more. See, this whole thing about once saved, always saved, this whole thing about hyper grace, it's in order so Christians can sin more and more and try and, and think you can get away with it. No. All sin will be judged. The Bible tells us that all sin will be judged. Don't think that we're going to get away with anything. All sin is judged. You know, Paul tells us in Galatians, the flesh sets his desire against the spirit. And the spirit is against the flesh. For these are in opposition to each other. There's a fight going on. Your flesh is in opposition to the Holy Spirit. Your fleshly desires are evil. The Holy Spirit's desires are good. And they are at war with each other. Who's going to win? You know, Paul tells us, they're in opposition to one another so that you may not do the things that you please. But if you are led by the Spirit, you are not under the law. You're not under rules and regulations. And the deeds of the flesh are evident, which are immorality, impurity, sensuality, idolatry, sorcery, enmity, strife, jealousy, outbursts of anger, disputes, dissensions, factions, envying, drunkenness, carousing, and things like these of which I forewarn you just as I have forewarned you that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Those who practice these things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And don't believe any doctrine that tells you otherwise. Don't believe a doctrine like once saved, always saved, or hyper grace that tells you you can do immoral things. You can do things that go against God's word. You can be impure. You can be sensual. You can be uh, idolatrous. You can uh, uh, get involved in sorcery, davarimos. You can get involved in drunkenness and carousing and adultery. You can do all these things and still be saved. No, when you practice these things, if these things are evident in your life, Paul, t Paul warns you, and he's warned you before, he says, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. You know, doctrines can be argued, they can be debated, and that's fine. But don't try to justify a sinful lifestyle using a doctrine. Don't believe these false doctrines of once saved, always saved, of hypergrace. And just so that you know what hypergrace is, hypergrace tells you that you don't have to repent from your sins anymore. You don't have to confess your sins anymore. Once you've accepted Jesus, once you've received Jesus, you don't have to confess, you don't have to repent anymore because everything you do now is under his grace. Don't believe hyper-grace because John tells us that if we confess our sins, he is faithful to hear us. He's faithful 
to forgive us. He is faithful to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You know, it's okay to debate doctrine, opinion. It's been going on since 500 years. And don't think that we're going to figure it out, that we're going to know, have a, a for sure answer on these things. Whether it's Calvinism or Armenianism, there's no clear answer. They've been debating these things. Scholars and professors, theologians have been debating these things for 500 years. You can have your opinion. You can have the opinion that you can, you, you can never walk away from your salvation. You can have your opinion that somebody who did never was saved to begin with. You can have those opinions, free will or God's sovereignty. Have your opinion. But don't get caught up in thinking that you can live any way you want and still be saved. The Bible doesn't tell us that. Well, as you can hear, the, uh, the music's playing in the background and our hour is up. But we'll be back here next Saturday night doing the same, praying for prayer requests, answering questions, and seeking God in His Word. I hope you'll join us next, next, next Saturday night. I hope you'll be with us this coming Friday. And don't forget about being in church Sunday. This is Sunday morning. Get ready for church. Be in God's house. Wherever you go to church, go to church with an offering. Offer your praise. Offer your worship. Offer your adoration to God. But be in church to worship and to hear his word. Come back here next Saturday night. I hope you'll join us. Join us also Friday nights uh, for Bible study and worship. But gentlemen, may the Lord bless you and good night.